Another week of this wild card podcast. We welcome you. All the music that you are going to hear in this podcast is from one artist. One that I actually really like. His name is Masego. M-A-S-E-G-O. Check him out. In your spare time. But in the meantime. Let's give you what you came for. Again, welcome to Wildcard. Hey. Let me give you a quick disclaimer. As the name suggests, we are definitely wild caught. We do not have structure here, unlike other podcasts you may listen to. Sometimes the sound ain't right because we prefer that cutthroat from the throat, authentic sound, giving you grassroots originality completely, 100%. Understand, we are as random and explicit when need be. Trust. You're definitely listening to something that's wild caught. Welcome. I got a son, Charlie. I know you got a son. Listen. I need me a super mama, old lady. Foxy mama, sophisticated. Sugar mama, old lady. Foxy mama, sophisticated. Oh, the age don't mean nothing to me. Wise men said age ain't nothing but a number. Why'd you say that? Young girl, she don't give me jokes, I'm a representative. Oh, lady, she ain't with the. Wait, wait, wait. I had to cut the track. Listen. Who the fuck is singing about a sugar mama old lady in 2018? That's not happening. That's not happening, but 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 can I be honest? Can I tell you what is happening? Uh, it ain't just women doing that shit no more. It ain't just women looking for the old dudes. This ain't Atlanta where there's a plethora of sugar daddies. It's men. Now, I know men been doing it, but that shit coming in in the numbers now. Men doing that shit too. We want these old... Put together, well thought out, more mature, all the wisdom, Mr. Miyagi, but it's Mrs. Miyagi type women. Like, the one that's, you know, proud to be 56, but looking 35. You know, we want you. We're going to celebrate that ass too. We're going to stretch you out like you're 35, and we're going to try to make you feel like 23. It's it's just whatever ego you need, whatever whatever you got, we're going to boost that up. You half mom, half aunt, half lover. Like, how upset are we? Your shit's together. You have a spot. You have a car. You got a job. We don't really need you for nothing else besides when we want you. You don't need nothing from us. You damn sure don't need And we're okay if you got like two, three, or four of us, you know. Unless we're really that jealous type, we don't give a fuck. We getting what we want, what we want it. You know, you are very much so very mature in the bedroom. If we're counting the sheets and the genitals, because you done been there, done that, and you probably okay with anal at this damn point. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Okay, you master sex position. You ain't no pillow princess. Okay, you probably gonna slam me down and do a move or two. 
Okay, you probably clean me up better than the 23-year-old girl that I knew. You down there licking, slurping, and making sure ain't shit left behind. Old lady, sugar mama, I adore you. Don't want no other. Trust me. You ain't like my mama. You ain't dragging me to church. You ain't like my girl. You ain't annoying me to death. And you ain't like my aunt. Because I know that my aunt, I can't fuck you. But you fun as hell. You have your own business. And I'm just trying to get mine. Shit, you got a better network. And I'm just trying to get in line. Shit, you could probably point me and build me. And I'll let you do that. You telling me what I need to look like and where and where the fuck I need to shop. Like Amazon couldn't do that. Bitch, you got more on this and what's going on in this world that I don't really want to be in mine. But I ain't stupid. Because I will never claim you and I will never make you mine. Never. I couldn't bring you around my friends and family. I would never set up that time. Never. You damn sure ain't meeting moms. And I for real ain't bringing you around pops. He's at the age where he thinks he can do it still. Just like you. And I don't need the two of you kicking back any type of smiles and snarled looks across the room. Uh Uh-uh. I'm the younger version of him. Keep it that way. It's easy separating you, seeing you in the night, living the day to me and younger ladies. It's simple. And if we get pregnant, not just you, it's different. I don't abandon the baby. If we get pregnant, child support's on you. Because I'm the one with no dough, no loot. Because I'm the one with no food. I'm the one who's young and dumb. I'm still 20-something, just still trying to be cool. So when that bill come, it's going to show up when your rent's due. And when it is, provide me my cut. And that's how it is. That's the generation that we are in right now. Trust me, this ain't me. This ain't me. I'm just noticing what's out here. Wildcard, this ain't got shit on the definition of wildcard. If you's a real, let me just cut to it. Like, if you's a real dude, and you swapped out and did shit that you saw women do, and I know a few of you out there, and I know a few women paying child supports to guys, trust me, over babies they don't want and don't come to see. It's fucked up. The men out there just basically turned around and said, me too. In a different way. You see what I'm saying? It's some pussy shit right there. It's lame as fuck. I don't understand. This is how we come up with words like fuck nigga. Fuck nigga free. All that shit. Dude. You ain't got to come from the 50 cent days. And you ain't got to come from days of men before those men. But you ain't got to be out here. Like these lollipop niggas out. Now, hold your own. Become someone and not a user. Don't don't go on this trend where it's so reversed right now. Men act like women and women act like men. And nobody knows who's who. And when you both get into a house, whomever the fuck you choose in this mixed fluid world we're in. You don't know which gender to play, and you don't even know the gender you are playing yourself. Be a provider. And if you're not that, and if that ain't you by definition, you got a little punk to you, all right, all right, that's okay. It's okay. At least, in your very least, be able to support yourself. Leaning on the next person ain't never been cool. And before we talk about relationships, you had a family. And leaning on your family still wasn't cool. You reaped benefits of none. No better than you would of somebody you were with. Family can fuck you and screw you too. 
Very few of you are lucky to not have family do that. Very few of you actually have family who act like family. God bless the Mexicans, Latinos, any of Spanish descent, and God bless the Asians, Guyanese, and all of those who still believe in a tight-knit culture with your family. But the rest of us out here, white, black, and indifferent, we grow up and we separate for the most part. And we know not to depend on family members because family members can screw you. And so we've just got our hair. We've learned to just pretty much be as wild as possible and go out here and go get it on our own. But if you are out here bitching up and depending on somebody else for your life, that ain't it, bruh. And when it should come back to bite you, which it will, history has proven. Ain't nobody giving that much good dick and ain't nobody giving that much good pussy. Shit will come back to bite you. You better either turn into the full version of what you've been acting like, a bitch. Go ahead and turn into an escort, my nigga. You ain't too far from that. Go ahead and be a male, a fucking male a prostitute. You ain't too far from that. Finish being what you've already started. But if that ain't really you, get shit. Build yourself up. Feed yourself. Live on your own and on your own terms. Get you some business. Next. Breaking in, breaking in to let you know. Listen, hit us up 740 952 0111. It's a great way to reach Wild Caught. You can hit us up by text, by email. Or leave a voicemail. Either way, that's good for you. It's good for us. Social media accounts coming soon. Get at us. That right there, she wifeable. That right there, she wifeable. Oh, man. Hey, straight up. How many times have you been proposed to? How many times did you do the proposing? What's going on here? How many times does it take to get to the center of the fucking titty pop? <laughs> I know that's not the way it goes, but I can still see that damn owl in the commercial licking and crack that bitch right open and he got straight to the motherfucking pop and he wasn't playing. He got straight to the middle of that damn tootsie roll. I remember how the shit used to stick to the, my fucking teeth and I swear that's probably where my first fucking cavity came from, but real talk. How many times have you popped the question and how many times has the question been popped to you? You know, hey, it's what I call it. The crew is male, female, unisex, whatever the fuck you are, whatever the hell you identify with. Has it happened? How far have you gone? Let me give you the ranges. You're familiar with, with what I'm about to say, but hear what I'm about to say. You have the early bird phase. You've bought a piece of jewelry or jewelry has been bought for you. It's something small. It's significant because of the value, not because of the price and not because of the cut. It's not, you know, this ain't Kanye's ring to Kardashian, Kim. It's not, it's not that. It could be an ankle bracelet, a wrist bracelet, some earrings and necklace, um, maybe some 
you know, if the person had, you know, body piercing, maybe you bought them that type of piercing, a new ring or bling for that. Um, you know, small little, little nigglet because it ain't a nugget at all, you know. Um, maybe you've paid for or somebody has paid for your uh, tattoo. Maybe something you wanted to get done, you know what I mean? And they just kind of, they didn't pay for it all. Maybe they helped pay for some. Something like that, you know, it's a it's a token of something that's going to be around for a little bit. And you feel, you may feel obligated to wear that thing every time you see that person. These are the early bird stage gifts and thoughts and ideas. Got it? Good. She could have came from a ring pop. She could have came from the bottom of a cracker jack. It doesn't fucking matter. You clean it off. You buff that bitch. You shine it. Rub that bitch across your shirt. You get it to the person that had all the value in the world. And that first gift, those bottom layer level girlfriend, boyfriend gifts actually mean a lot. They're sweet. They're innocent. They are as authentic as possible. It had nothing to do with the money. It barely had anything to do with the title that you two have given yourselves, whatever the hell you two agreed on. It had all to do with intention and that person's intention when they gave it or when you gave it and that person's intention and authenticity when they received it, when you received it, it is the best gift. There isn't anything confusing about it. It is as basic as possible. And when you've gotten it and when you've given it, the feeling was the same. It was the same. It would be the best first gift you'll ever get. It has its full potential within it. It has, and it was purchased or bought or given or received for all of the right actual reasons. Let's move on to layer two. Layer two, you're a little further along, right? You do shit like possibly pay for this person's cell phone bill or this person pays for yours. Either or, right? Everything I'm going to say is vice or versa. So that saves me some breaths and some language unnecessarily. Follow me. Okay? At this point, you've probably bought this person you know, some clothes, some shoes, maybe a wallet, a purse. You help them with a phone bill, a lie bill. I'm dropping pens in the studio. I actually like that pen. It helps me talk. I'm actually going to pick this pen up while I talk. I have the pen in my hand. I am a clicker. Get over it. Podcast realness. Back to it. This is the type of person that you may have brought around friends at this point. Maybe more than a few times. They've heard about it. You've talked to them. You guys are okay with going to the movies now because you've gotten a lot of each other and now you just want to share times with each other and experiences doing the same thing together. This is the person that, you know, they picked up the bill. You've picked up the bill. It's shared. You guys have some, you know, lower level responsibilities that are coming into play. You guys are halfway playing house halfway means it's one foot in because both feet can't be in this is the type of middle ground where it depends on where you are in life as to how uh, much play you guys get to have in each other's world if that makes any sense um so at this phase you've probably walked in the mall a few times and you've probably fucked around you know this is yeah some of y'all start early. Some of y'all do the shit one year and less. And that, that's fine. You can't time love. Love can't be timed. Um, but, you know, typically this phase is found between the two and three year crew. Um, but it's, hey, it's 2018. Shit happens in like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? A lot can happen in like two fucking weeks. Amen, somebody. So... You're walking in the mall and y'all see things that each other likes and 
Instead of going to all of the clothing and shoe stores, you find your asses in some of the furniture stores. Just to you know, see what each other likes and shit. Y'all thinking y'all could be bougie in Pottery Barn and shit. Or maybe y'all still kind of a little reckless and play, playful so you find your asses in Spencer's and shit. Or you realize she's dragging your ass into all of the Sephora's and all of the Vicky Secrets and shit. Just to see if you can pick out some more shit for her. Or if you can stand her shopping that fucking long. Because you dragged her, hopefully not, to any game stops. But definitely, possibly past the hat store. Or past, um, what do you call them shits? It's kind of like uh, street clothes, but it ain't. Uh, like boutiques, but it's like fancy shit. Or whatever the fuck, right? Whatever the fuck. At this point in time, y'all done passed the Zales, a cage jeweler, a fucking whatever the fuck's out there. Even the bootleg ones. Perfume and watch stores. Shit that costs more than $100 a pop. Shit getting a little serious. Christmas list getting a little deep in the density of how much money. Right? It ain't just a card no more and a kiss and a photo from the first night. It gets a little deeper. It's, uh... How valuable can you give? It's that the meaning is kind of changed now. If you you might have fucked around and put on a piece of jewelry, and they just won't see your size, it's just see what you might fucking like. And you know, this is the testing and trying phase. How loyal are you? How serious are you? What are you willing to do at this step? Are you? Are you? You know, it's a whole bunch of are you? Are you? Because now, it ain't about how intense the love was and how authentic it really was but I had nothing to give you but girl I got you this Alex Anani and and bracelet and fucking I, I got you these Pandora pieces you know I got you this what's that damn store uh fucking send my brain and yeah, Claire's or some shit I don't know y'all know where I'm going with this shit follow up follow through push on it's more than just buying a bitch a pretzel from Auntie Anne's and shit. Okay, I know you liked her if you bought her cheese and a drink, but that this ain't it. This ain't it. Y'all trying on real pieces of jewelry. Shit to add up to 800 bucks or more because you're about at that level in the middle. You're not busting out no 5G, 10Gs, 15, 20G piece of jewelry. For, you don't even have that for yourself. You're not doing that for her. It's okay. Your pockets are your pockets. No judgment here. But it's not going to be the same. This level dictates a different understanding. It's not, do you love me? It accidentally becomes, and hear me when I say this, it accidentally becomes, how much do you love me? You going to let me borrow $200, $300, $400? Can you pay this bill for me? I'm slipping. Can you buy me this shoe? It ain't Puma. It's now Gucci. Hello, somebody. I'm about to give y'all this TDJ shit. Hello, can I get an amen? This shit's a bit different. And for you, dude... You buying brands, okay? You're not asking for these Hanes boxes no more. You want something exclusive too. You want to make sure your belt got Gucci on it. Or, you know, whatever the fuck matters to you. Maybe that shit don't matter to you. But when y'all already trying this jewelry, when it comes to this shit, you're not picking what you found when you first met her and it had a whole lot of value. Now it's about how much. How much? How much means much. Unfortunately, I don't care how much you love somebody. You can't come at her two, three years in a relationship and have nothing crackerjack and small. Because at two, three years in a relationship, it means something different. You got to pull out my one, two, three, maybe $4,000. It has to have a little bit of shine to it. Somebody has got to see it. Her grandmama should not have to have her glasses on. 
And then the diamond fucking mirror, you know, just just the round shit. She got to put that on top of the glasses and and get in on it and say, oh, 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 sweetie. Ooh, I see, ooh, right there. I see the bling. It, mm, it shined back. You got you a good one. Keep him. Keep her. Like, (laughs) that that ain't going to be it no more. She should be able to see that shit without too much of a bend. And your friend should be able to see that on your your neck, your ear, your ankle, wherever the fuck it is, right? Now it's about how much do you love me? Unfortunately, it starts to get unauthentic from here. Next level, you, you, you often now it's time to get married. A good ring. If you ever study rings and you understand how false rings and diamonds are and how white gold just turns back into fucking, I'm sorry, gold can rub off and turn into fucking silver all over again. It's just color. Like, when you realize fiancé marriage level is going to come with a $5,000 ring. And if you're a dude, that's her ring. I guarantee you, you're above about three k. You are 3000 or more. If you went less than 3000 you might got to keep her. Because it didn't really matter too much to her. She just wanted you. And I mean she just wanted you. Y'all might as well have shared African pieces where it ain't real, period. But, you know, it got the nice topaz. The opal for the black, okay, little jasmine colors. Y'all got earth tones, you know what I'm saying? Y'all marrying and sharing and exchanging earth tone, man-made jewelry. Very authentic, my man. My Yeah. You didn't get with an African at all. She ain't Nigerian by far. She's straight up American, ain't she? Okay, let me get you. She gonna need that ring to say something. She gonna need that middle diamond to really be a middle diamond in the choir and everybody else around her just be a part of the bling. She's gonna really need that thing to shine. And wherever she goes, she gonna need that bitch to sing. You better get warranty. You better get all kind of stuff. Because she ain't never gonna take that motherfucker off. It's gonna go in the ring with her into the shower when she's in the sink, when she's cooking chicken, raw meat. Here it is at Thanksgiving, bam, right in the stuffing and the turkey. And it's all love, my man. It's all love. <laughs> Trust me on this. Get you warranty. Listen, I've been there. I've been there. And I've done that. You bust your ass to pay for that. Now, ain't nobody talking about your ring, my man. But her ring, my man? <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you got with a female where you did this. But she can't buy you your ring. But with all the love in your chest, you mustard. You like, it don't even matter, baby. Whenever you can, you can. And if you can't, I buy it or we go half on it. I don't even know what I want. But I had to make sure I knew what you wanted because it was about you. But, you know, you weren't thinking about what I might want as much as it was about you and your hand. And, oh, you don't want no picture because your nails ain't done yet. Well, you know, we ain't even talk about what's going to be on my hand. Oh, who the fuck's going to pay for it? Guess, guess what this level is called? Fairness. I can give you some other names if you want. You ain't like that one? It did seem kind of... Okay, okay. Let's call it something else. Hmm. Let's call it respect. Shit. We can bring back fairness. Call it respect. We can talk about ownership. This is when shit gets sloppy. In the beginning, it was all authentic. In the middle, it was, how much do you love me? Now, in the end, it's about that value. Let me value how you love me by what you buy me. Unfortunately, I don't care how much you love a person, 
it kind of gets to those levels. How much do you love me is, let me put a dollar sign to the bitch in full effect. How much do you value me? And then when we finally do get married, because that's going to be the biggest point of value, is deciding on the goddamn wedding. Where are we going to have it at? How much is the motherfucking wedding going to be? What we paying for? Let me tell you something. If you didn't already know, most of it's going to be her damn decision. And it's what now? Now you got new sayings to go by. Happy life. Happy wife. Where the fuck does his happiness come from? Well, a woman will straight up will tell you and say, hey, his happiness will come from making me happy. Oh, okay. So he lived to be your servant? Is that is that how this works? Oh. Okay. Well, those of us who know that there's some type of order on earth, it's God. Then it's yourself. Then it's you too. And then it's kids, if kids are in the picture. And then it's your family. Then it's your friends. See where friends are? But if there's no order and there's no structure and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then you'll forget shit that uh, is important to your dude or the other person here. You'll forget shit like, uh, it's not about happy life, happy wife. That's not real and it's not realistic. There's some things he wants or the other person wants. You didn't care about that. You selfishly put yourself first. And now it's all about the value because if he doesn't put up or put out, you expect him to shut up and sit down. And now his life is just his or hers life, whatever. Is now consumed with making sure you're happy. That ain't what you married. And when it started out in that stage of bliss, you weren't acting like that, and neither was they. So why does that have to be what is becoming of now? I just want y'all to see how shit changes. From the damn Cracker Jack box to the wedding range. And I say the range, some of y'all take a while to finally tie that knot after being with somebody that you knew that you would marry four or five years earlier. Hello, somebody. But hey, if you feel any differently, let me know. Next. topics can, can we talk about how sex changes the older you fucking get uh, man I'm not gonna get into old 19, 16 shit I, I actually started when I was like 8 if not younger than that the earliest my brain can remember I had a babysitter who used to fucking 
just be just disgusting. He used to babysit all the kids in the neighborhood. And so we knew these kids because we went to elementary in the same neighborhood with him. And so after school, he would do this. And ah, he was my cousin, but he handled every kid in that neighborhood. It was at least 15 kids in that house. And, you know, it's, it's street matters. It's hood matters. Ain't nobody telling who. If this was a, you know, different type of time, a different type of neighborhood, you'd have to have all these checks and balances to make sure that it was cool to have the kids in your house and certain rules and violations and, and laws and whatever the fuck. But nah, this street, okay? This person gonna watch these kids, okay, from three until seven when these people's parents can start getting off and come home to come and get their kid, period. You pay the man a little something, something, you're good. This man would line up all the boys and girls, and he'd have us, you know what I'm saying, all the guys, our young little boys, put the pants down, and then all the women, little girls, hold their shirts up. Mind you, they ain't had no titties and nothing. Maybe a few of them, if they were chunky when they were little. I, I mean, my memory, it's just crazy some of the things your memory will remember, right? That's just honest fucking fact. You don't remember everything, but you remember like, like a schizo. You got a few that that ain't left your brain yet. It's in it's in the back, the back back that that crack file cabinet. Reach in that bitch. It ain't numbered, okay. It ain't neatly put together, and there is a file from that day. And you just you just a memory you just won't fucking lose, and so. Oh, and so we're there, and he's got on TV, and he's playing house with us. And he's having us expose our little parts, and he's telling us what to do with it. Because he's going to have to, you know, being that young, you know, five, six, or whatever that was. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You, you, your parts don't even really work. Let's be honest, right? They're there. They're, they're still growing. They don't have their own brain. All the blood ain't there yet. And the muscles showing what it what it need to be, you know. We just know that. Oh, okay, we're playing with our pee pee, but we not pee in. That's it. And this ain't potty training. This this something different. What's he? What is the adult in the room saying? You know. So pants down, shirts off, and he's telling us what to rub and what to touch, and all of this stuff. And some of the kids was crying, and they, they didn't know what was going on. It didn't feel right, and so they hollered. I remember that. Some of the kids was just silent. It was like, I don't know what we're doing, but uh, is there a treat after this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Other kids was like, uh, I know this snack time should be soon. You know, routine, routine. You're routine when you're dealing with kids, right? Me, my, my freak ass, I was enjoying this shit. The person I was with was crying. I'm like, shh, shut up. I, I remember me saying this. Shut up. Pull your pants down. <laughs> I was helping them. <laughs> Pull your fucking pants down. I, I reached out to the, to the little girl and boy next to me, and I was helping them put their motherfucking pants down and shit. Like, Pull your goddamn pants down. This this the shit. You don't even know it yet. I didn't know it yet. I knew I liked it. I liked it skin on skin. And I was touching her skin. She was touching my but she was crying. And fuck, I reached over. I was touching everybody's goddamn skin. At that point, I didn't have the idea of LGB or a T, a Q, I, or an A. I was just, yo, it's skin time. You know what I'm saying? The man did it every day. Every day. Oh, damn near every day. Uh... After elementary, kindergarten, whatever the fuck that was. I think it was kindergarten. And um, it, it was fucking skin time, and I was here for it. I actually liked it. Got a little hard, you know what I mean? Like, you know, your little thing stand up, whatever the fuck. Yeah, but, hey, I knew from then I was nasty. There was no damn doubt about it. Nasty little, nasty little man. Then forward, I had years and years and years and years and years and years and years of sexual encounters, uh, favors, 
situations and dangers. Never stop. Never stop. And I can go into stories. Uh, I can go into stories. And I will. You already know. Let me know what you want to hear. 740-740-7409520111. Let me know. Talk back. I talk back. You know, if I'm going to go a little far left. Y'all wrong for my last two episodes. <laughs> First off, bitch nigga was out of breath. Yes. Yes, I was tired. Yes. And I must learn public speaking a lot better. This is actually public even though I can't see y'all. Because I had so much I want to say. And trying to, trying to move and talk. And be deep. And be passionate. Don't really work out for me. I see why artists on stage and Chris Brown, they, they make them sing and dance at the same time. Or sing and dance on a fucking treadmill at the same time. Now you go to people's concerts now, you, you motherfuckers is out of breath. I've been to several. A Maxwell concert, a Chris Brown concert, an Usher concert. They have been trained. Now bust a move, a, car, a, a fucking cartwheel flip wheelbarrow themselves no help nobody holding their damn ankles and still hit that high pitch note never miss a beat to that song you would think you listen in the radio but it's live and it's better and they out there and you know they by themselves and they bust out with they group men they all doing the choreograph and they pop blocking and shit and then when they done they hit you with the note oh, oh, oh. and they ain't missing a motherfucking sound it don't sound bad and they ain't out of breath I appreciate that shit. Because I can't even talk and motherfucking walk. And I go to the gym. So fuck y'all who hit me up. I am not responding individually. <laughs> fuck y'all with love. A big wild cup. Fuck y'all with love. I will do better next time. Thank you. Back to center. Being older and having sex is fucking different. It ain't about you trying to prove yourself. Nobody, no female out there is asking if you're a grower or a motherfucking shower. Uh, nobody's worrying about, well, no, no, let me take that back. I don't care how old you get, there's still some DJ Khaled's out there. Niggas that don't eat the pussy. They, they still out there. I don't know why. They hold them back from the oyster of heaven. However, they out there. You still might be arguing that one. Moving on. I digress. Okay. And then you might still have conversations about eating ass and whatever the fuck you ever want. You get older, you got other shit in play. You got shit like fucking leg cramps and shit. Back spasms and fuck. You not flexible as you used to be. So you can't really like get in there and shit. They're not as flexible as they used to be. That ain't happening no more. They're not bending back that way, you know. And fucking, you coming quicker than you thought. By surprise, whatever the fucks. And the most, the most, the most hilarious part of all of it. Gray fucking hairs. My nigga. My nigga. Women, you know it. You know, you giving head or whatever. You down there. He 20-something. It's as black and as prominent as ever. In his 30s, though, is when you can begin. You go down there and you realize something's shining back at your ass. And it ain't the glimmer of the fucking light. Okay? He ain't wearing wires, bitch. That's a gray hair. That is a gray hair. You might have a few. You might be mixed with a little Indian, you know, a little something, a little Caribbean island. That bitch might be curly. The day you call that shit cute, you old too. <laughs> Your ass is old, but in a cute way. You know what I mean? We're not going to make fun of you too hard. However, it's a little different. 
You slurp it on something that's got some got some age to it. It ain't an oak tree, you know what I'm saying? You can't just sit there and count the rims of it. But it's there. Still kicking, still working. It's a little different. A woman at this point, she might got a few herself. She might not even shave it all off like she used to. Like she did in like chili the days or some shit. You know, making up shit. You know, whatever. Roll with it. Wild card. Roll with it. She might make it, you know, she might cut the grass. No one said she was going to cut the grass off. You know, she make it manageable. Manageable enough for you to still do what you do down there. Back then, you used to eat pussy. That was waxed the fuck off. Now, now you're all right with the, you know, with a little patch of something or a low-cut grass. You know, the type of grass that's, you know, growing back. You know what I mean? Peach fuzz fur. You know. Nigga, you know. Now you all right with it. Now you play with it. Now you fucking itch your face with it. Like... You know, it's home. You know, made it your home pillow. It's, it's, you good. Now you do that. And if you really want to get explicit, some wild card explicit, the butt hairs ain't even the same. You bend the bitch over, whop, whop. Shit ain't the same no more. Right in between that left and right cheek. <laughs> what is this? That left and right cheek. Talk about it. It's not the same no more. And if it's a dude, Man, that shit done grew by as long as hello. You could probably braid. You could probably braid the fucking hair back there. You could braid it from his from his from his from his dick to his ass and up his fucking ass cheek. I mean the shit there, grown man, like really only shit should be coming out that back end right there. It's a goddamn jungle. But you love him. You love him. Cause you get down there. And your face is right the fuck there. And if he teabagging you, you know, if he's opposite and his ass is in your face, whatever, however the fuck y'all do, you see it. It's there. It ain't young booty no more. It's grown. Don't act disgusting. This shit's go ahead and call it cute. You better smack ass while you're down there. We love that shit. Smack it. As for you ladies... Y'all don't shave as much as you used to no more. You know, you let the legs go. The legs get a little hair. You know, we get a little older. We don't even care. We look at it like, mm-hmm. She's a real one. She a human being. There it is. Right there. Baby, you want me to help you lotion it? You just rubbing all up and down the air. All in the hair. You treating it like it's arm hair. You don't even care no damn more. Shit's fucking different. You know, back then, you know. Still now, you know, you kiss all over the body, you know, you do your little foreplay. You're all here, there, and everywhere. Back then, if a piece of hair got in your mouth, you, you'd fucking display it. and You wouldn't hide shit about it, you know, cough. <coughs> Fuck. You know, spit it out like you outside or some shit, but the bed is still there. The carpet's still there. The floor is still there. Well, you try to, you know, be slick and wipe it off a certain way, you know. She don't know that you, whatever. The older you get, don't even lie. You done accidentally swallowed a hair before. Stop bullshitting. And you didn't complain. And you didn't even tell them. Stop lying. Stop. Nigga. Nigga. Quit lying. Tell me you didn't. If y'all lying right now, you fake as shit. Toss off this podcast. Toss off. Find your land on somebody else's cast. Cause you 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 cast it away now. Just land on somebody else's cast. If you if you've been here before, come in closer to the pod. Cause cause we gonna be real around here. Wild card. But man. You go through these experiences and it's a bit different. It's a bit different. Sex becomes, you know, at these older ages, I'm just happy to be here with you in my skin and all of my brownness, you and all of yours. Whatever scar, whatever zebra stripes, whatever fucking fat, whatever, whatever's still round, whatever's still hanging, whatever's still got dimples in it. 
you know, just bring me you and your skin. I just want to hold it, rub it, and I just want to see you across from me when I open my damn eye. It don't even matter if y'all don't make it all the way. Y'all just happy to be in each other's arms. Y'all just happy to be there, period. Half the night, whole night. I mean, I mean if you still got the stamina, go ahead and R. Kelly it. Okay? R. Kelly was made to have sex. He admits it, and he's just making sure he follows the right protocol so he never goes to jail for it. But that motherfucker is on Fifty Shades of Black. Guarantee you. The bitch that got away still trying to sue him. This shit's real. And it's legal. Don't play with it. You thought you lost your virginity. You lose it another goddamn time. Don't don't play with that. That's some extreme shit. That's beyond SNL. That's on his level. Is a new name for it. And whatever the fuck he names it, that's going to be the name for it. I'm just talking about the love sick. That type of sex is different. You play more, you talk more, you giggle more, you laugh more, you do more, you share more. And it's more about the time you spend. Wildcard crew, I'm here to tell you that if this is not the type of sex, type of love, type of chill you're having, if it's still about performance, the look, the feel, counting how many times somebody came, or if you're just coming and you ain't really worried about the next person. If it's anything less than what I mentioned, it ain't real. And you will never get a real good feeling out of it. You don't even too much like yourself. Trust me. Get to these levels I'm talking about. Wild card. Hey, hey. We down to the end. Thank you for another episode of Wild Card. I'm going to end this with the same artist from the beginning. This skit is kind of reflective of something Outcast did. If you know what I'm talking about, you are definitely welcome into Wild Card. <laughs> Check it out. It's called 24 Hour. What is it, 24 hour relationship? <laughs> I like this artist, he's different. He's giving me something different. I hope you like him too. Hey, enjoy your weekend. Until next time. Wild card. <laughs>